0: Hi, I'm Andrew Kessler, and it's June 22nd, and this is the Bible in a Year with Maple City Chapel. The readings for today are 2 Kings 3 through 2 Kings 4.17, Acts 4.8-28, 4, through 28, all of Psalms 140, and Proverbs 17, verse 22. 2 Kings chapter 3, Ahab's son Joram began to rule over Israel in the eighteenth year of King Jehoshaphat's reign in Judah. He reigned in Samaria twelve years. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight, but not to the same extent as his father and mother. He at least tore down the sacred pillar of Baal that his father had set up. Nevertheless, he continued in the sins that Jeroboam son of Nebat had committed and led the people of Israel to commit. King Mesha of Moab was a sheep breeder. He used to pay the king of Israel an annual tribute of a 100,000 lambs and the wool of a 100,000 rams. But after Ahab's death, the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. So King Joram promptly mustered the army of Israel and marched from Samaria. On the way, he sent this message to King Jehoshaphat of Judah. The king of Moab has rebelled against me. Will you join me in battle against him? And Jehoshaphat replied, Why, of course, you and I are as one. My troops are your troops, and my horses are your horses. Then Jehoshaphat asked, What route will we take? We will attack from the wilderness of Edom, Joram replied. The king of Edom and his troops joined them, and all three armies traveled along a roundabout route through the wilderness seven days. But there was no water for the men or their animals. What should we do, the king of Israel cried out. The Lord has brought the three of us here to let the king of Moab defeat us. But Jehoshaphat of Judah asked, Is there no prophet of the Lord with us? If there is, we can ask the Lord what to do through him. One of King Joram's officers replied, Elisha son of Shaphat is here. He used to be Elijah's personal assistant. Jehoshaphat said, Yes, the Lord speaks through him. So, the king of Israel king Jehoshaphat of Judah, and the king of Edom went to consult with Elisha. why are you coming to me, Elisha, asked the king of Israel. Go to the pagan prophets of your father and mother. But King Joram of Israel said, No, for it was the Lord who called us three kings here, only to be defeated by the king of Moab. Elisha replied, As surely as the Lord Almighty lives whom I serve, I wouldn't even bother with you except for my respect for king Jehoshaphat of Judah. Now bring me someone who can play the harp. While the harp was being played, the power of the Lord came upon Elisha, and he said, This is what the Lord says. This dry valley will be filled with pools of water. You will see neither wind nor rain, says the Lord, but this valley will be filled with water. You will have plenty for yourselves and your cattle and other animals. But this is only a simple thing for the Lord, for he will make you victorious over the army of Moab. You will conquer the best of their towns, even the fortified ones. You will cut down all their good trees, stop up all their springs, and ruin all their good land with stones. The next day at about the time when the morning sacrifice was offered, water suddenly appeared. It was flowing from the direction of Edom, and soon there was water everywhere. Meanwhile, when the people of Moab heard about the three armies marching against them, they mobilized every man who was old enough to strap on a sword and they stationed themselves along their border. But when they got up the next morning, the sun was shining across the water, making it appear red to the Moabites, like blood. It's blood, the Moabites exclaimed. The three armies must have attacked and killed each other. Let's go, men of Moab, and collect the plunder. But when the Moabites arrived at the Israelite camp, the army of Israel rushed out and attacked them until they turned and ran. The army of Israel chased them into the land of Moab, destroying everything as they went. They destroyed the towns, covered their good land with stones, stopped up all their springs, and cut down all the good trees. Finally only Kirjath and its stone walls were left, but men with slings surrounded and attacked it. When the king of Moab saw that he was losing the battle, he led 700 of his swordmen in a desperate attempt to break through the enemy lines near the king of Edom. But they failed. Then the king of Moab took his oldest son, who would have been next king, and sacrificed him as a burnt offering on the wall. So there was great anger against Israel, and the Israelites withdrew and returned to their own land. Chapter 4 One day the widow of a member of the group of prophets came to Elisha and cried out, "'My husband who served you is dead, and you know how he feared the Lord. But now a creditor has come threatening to take my two sons as slaves.' "'What can I do to help you?' Elisha asked. "'Tell me, what do you have in the house?' "'Nothing at all except a flask of olive oil,' she replied. And Elisha said, "'Borrow as many empty jars as you can from your friends and neighbors. "'Then go into your house with your sons and shut the door behind you. "'Pour olive oil from your flask into the jars, "'setting each one aside when it's filled.' So she did as she was told. Her sons kept bringing jars to her, and she filled one after another." Soon every container was full to the brim. Bring me another jar, she said to one of her sons. There aren't any more, he told her. And then the olive oil stopped flowing. When she told the man of God what had happened, he said to her, Now sell the olive oil and pay your debts, and you and your sons can live on what is left over. One day Elisha went to the town of Shunem. A wealthy woman lived there, and she urged him to come to her home for a meal. After that, whenever he passed that way, he would stop there for something to eat. She said to her husband, I am sure this man who stops in from time to time is a holy man of God. Let's build a small room for him on the roof and furnish it with a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp. Then he will have a place to stay whenever he comes by. One day Elisha returned to Shunem, and he went to his upper room to rest. He said to his servant Gehazi, Tell the woman from Shunem I want to speak to her. When she appeared, Elisha said to Gehazi, Tell her, We appreciate the kind concern you have shown us. What can we do for you? Can we put in a good word for you to the king or the commander of the army? No, she replied, My family takes good care of me. Later, Elisha asked Gehazi, What can we do for her? Gehazi replied, She doesn't have a son, and her husband is an old man. Call her back again, Elisha told him. When the woman returned, Elisha said to her as she stood in the doorway, Next year at this time you will be holding a son in your arms. No, my lord, she cried. O man of God, don't deceive me and get my hopes up like that. But sure enough, the woman soon became pregnant, and at that time the following year she had a son, just as Elisha had said. Acts 14 verse 8 While they were at Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man with crippled feet. He had been that way from birth, so he had never walked. He was sitting and listening as Paul preached. Looking straight at him, Paul realized he had faith to be healed. So Paul called to him in a loud voice, Stand up! And the man jumped to his feet and started walking. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in their local dialect, These men are gods in human form! They decided that Barnabas was the Greek god Zeus, and that Paul was Hermes, since he was the chief speaker. Now the temple of Zeus was located just outside the town. So the priest of the temple and the crowd brought bulls and wreaths of flowers to the town gates, and they prepared to offer sacrifices to the apostles. But when the apostles, Barnabas, and Paul heard what was happening, they tore their clothing in dismay and ran out among the people, shouting, Friends! Why are you doing this? We are merely human beings just like you. We've come to bring you the good news that you should turn from these worthless things and turn to the living God who made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them. In the past, he permitted all nations to go their own ways, but he never left them without evidence of himself and his goodness. For instance, he sends you rain and good crops and gives you food and joyful hearts. But even with these words Paul and Barnabas could scarcely restrain the people from sacrificing to them. Then some Jews arrived from Antioch and Iconium and won the crowds to their side. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of town thinking he was dead. But as the believers gathered around him, he got up and went back into town. The next day he left with Barnabas for Derby. After preaching the good news in Derby and making many disciples, Paul and Barnabas returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch of Pisidia when they, where they strengthened the believers. They encouraged them to continue in the faith, reminding them that we must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Paul and Barnabas also appointed elders in every church. With prayer and fasting, they turned the elders over to the care of the Lord, in whom they had put their trust. When they traveled back through Pisidia to Pamphylia, They preached the word in Perga, then went down to Attilia. Finally, they returned by ship to Antioch of Syria, where their journey had begun. The believers there had entrusted them to the grace of God to do the work they had now completed. Upon arriving in Antioch, they called the church together and reported everything God had done through them, and how he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles too. And they stayed there with the believers for a long time. Psalms 140 O Lord, rescue me from evil people. Protect me from those who are violent, those who plot evil in their hearts and stir up trouble all day long. Their tongues sting like a snake. The venom of a viper drips from their lips. O Lord, keep me out of the hands of the wicked. Protect me from those who are violent, for they are plotting against me. The proud have set a trap to catch me. They have stretched out a net. They have placed traps all along the way. I said to the Lord, You are my God. Listen, O Lord, to my cries for mercy. O sovereign Lord, the strong one who rescued me, you protected me on the day of battle. Lord, do not let evil people have their way. Do not let their evil schemes succeed, or they will become proud. Let my enemies be destroyed by the very evil they have planned for me. Let burning coals fall down on their heads. Let them be thrown into the fire or into watery pits from which they can't escape. Don't let liars prosper here in our land. Cause great disasters to fall on the violent. But I know the Lord will help those they persecute. He will give justice to the poor. Surely righteous people are praising your name. The godly will live in your presence. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 22. A cheerful heart is good medicine but a broken spirit saps a person's strength.